Oh, you're going to have a little bit of homework to do today. I say homework, but wherever you're listening to Get A Better Broadcast podcast and video voice, if you look in the show notes, you'll be able to see an actual factual script that we're going to be working on today as uh, we look at marking up a script for tonal changes. And some people, well, used to do this when news bulletins were printed out. Uh, They still are, to a large extent, for TV news programmes, of course, because they can't always rely on the autocue. But for some reason, in radio studios, you are supposed to rely on the screen in front of you, and you don't usually have any paperwork to uh, refer to just in case something breaks. But If you do have paperwork, you can mark your script with, people used to do this very often, a smiling or maybe a frowning emoji, a a face to remind you of the kind of tone you need to adopt as you read it. And as I said previously, one of your greatest assets in getting a better voice are your ears. So open, open your ear lids and use them to listen to people around you in normal conversation and the tonal variety they use to engage and explain a story. And that'll help you practice appropriate tone that you can have for the different parts of your news bulletin, or your e-learning, or your narration, or your commercial, whatever it happens to be. Because even though we've been concentrating in the main for news bulletins over the course of the last few days, each of those other uh, elements... or or platforms, if you like, of voice work also have different tonal changes and structures and contexts and contents within them as well. I mean, narration, you could be talking, having a tone about a a, a lion in the savannah and lazing in the sun and climbing a tree and so on, but then you've got the thrill of the chase of the wildebeest, for example, or in uh, e-learning, then you've got some bits which you're going to be uh, using a different tone for, maybe much more serious, as you're talking about uh, how a particular piece of equipment is going to be helping with health and safety, and maybe a lighter tone where you're going through the answers to a quiz or, 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 or how someone has got so many points as the result of the questionnaire and that kind of thing, yeah? So listen to how other people use tone in real life so you're better able to adopt those varieties when you come to engage and explain in whatever it is that your work is. So several real news scripts with notes on each regarding the emotion tone that you may consider using for each one. Okay, so we're going to be going through a couple of these during the course of the next uh, several days with uh, actual scripts. So that first one about the education secretary that you can see in the show notes, I would suggest quite a straightforward tone because it could be quite a contentious story. Just because the government says there's little evidence doesn't mean that others don't believe that their claim is actually correct. So I would suggest you read it straight. The Education Secretary has insisted there's little evidence that coronavirus is transmitted in schools as he pushes ahead with plans for all children in England to return full-time next month. Gavin Williamson said he'd been looking at research from one of the largest studies of its kind in the world, but teaching unions are continuing to express concerns. One said that leadership teams were having to draw up their own contingency plans, including teaching pupils in the classroom on a week-on, week-off basis is another example of a straightforward tone. Think how your tone might change 
if this event was happening in a country closer to yours, or maybe in your own country, in which case the tone would most likely change. Thousands of anti-government protesters have clashed with police in Belarus after exit polls reported a sweeping victory for the authoritarian president Alexander Lukashenko. State-run television said Mr Lukashenko won nearly 80% of the vote. His main challenger, Svetlana Tikhanovskaya, is said to have finished on about 7%. We've got some more examples for you to check and track and rehearse and record and get my feedback on tomorrow as Get A Better Broadcast Podcast and Video Voice continues. From London, I'm Peter Stewart. (laughs) 